Hello guys, and welcome back to Autism with a Voice. And like with any pandemic, it's a rainy day. <laughs> and I can tell you guys from experience. So, today, I decided to have a chill and talk about updates on, um, on our plans for change for public schools. Recently we got around six views. But to really help you guys understand how important it is, I want you guys to know that I don't own, I'm not the only person that benefits from this. There's millions of other students out there that benefit from it. You know, in most cases, in a lot of, in some cases, students with disabilities, the moment they turn 21, it, it's their last day in school. And knowing that, that at any moment, someone with a disability can be kicked out of public school is just frightening. The reason why we fight is so we don't see people get tossed out to the edge. This is the United States of America, and we may be having a rough time. We really might have, we might be going through some times that are rough, but at the end of the day, it is worth it. Everyone with a disability is entitled to education. Sometimes that education is rough, but at the end of the day, we are entitled. Sometimes we are not able to properly go to college, and public schools are the only option for us. Public schools provide a lot of services to people with disabilities, and I'm not saying let's, let's Let's allow people with disabilities to stay in public schools forever. I'm saying let's change the age so it's at least 23 or 24, at least, so students with disabilities can receive the services that they need to survive. Alright? Let me, let me point this out. And really let you guys judge on this one. Alright. Private occupational therapy. That can range from $100 to $200 an hour. An hour. Let me pull up private physical therapy. Private physical therapy, well, it's a little bit more affordable, but at the end of the day, you're paying upwards from 20 to $150 in a session. In occupational therapy, privately, that's 100 to $200 per hour, per hour. Do you guys know how much 
there how much occupational therapy someone with a disability can go through. They can go through several hours a day of occupational therapy. If you round that number up, they're paying upwards to five to six hundred dollars per day for occupational therapy. In public school, sure the OT is being paid, but at the end of the day, this the individual is getting that serv the services that they need at no cost. Some of these individuals live in low income families, which makes it harder to receive receive these forms of therapy. It's a necessity. Most people say, well, you can live without it, but in reality, we can't. We can't. Alright, uh, for private speech, for actually having speech therapy done privately, it costs $100 an hour. Most likely, it will cost $100 an hour. That's an estimate on YouTube. Or on Google, sorry. An estimate. Alright, how about... Alright, how about ABA? That... Alright, $120, $120 an hour. Now, typically, a year would range from... For someone, that, it's $15,000. It's $15,000 for ABA. And that's Applied Behavior Analysis. Privately, at home, that will cost you $15,000. That is how much a parent would be paying. Out of pocket. And this can put them in a vulnerable situation where... They are they're left to institutionalizing or putting their their children or adults if they're guardians in group homes for that because living with a disability is not the cheapest thing out there. It's not the cheapest. Living with autism is not cheap. You're looking at a lot of therapy and a lot of services. People don't understand how that works. And to privately have it done, yeah, you're, you're looking at a lot. How about psychology? Hold on. Psychologist. Cost. I'm like... Per hour for a psychologist, per hour per section, it can cost you between, well, upwards from seventy dollars all the way up to three hundred dollars. I'm just going over these estimates. I'm like, <laughs> now if you're an individual with a disability with autism, or a physical disability, and when, when I tell you that physical disabilities can be degrading, they can. And it's important to see a psychologist because even knowing that we're mentally stable, we can still have 
depression, anxiety, and stuff that can be really solved by psychologists. Now, for all these therapies, they're, they're covered through public school. Now, typically some health insurance do cover it. If you have Medicaid, yeah, it's covered, but it's hard to find an occupational therapist that works with adults. It's really hard to do that. Like, <laughs> the other day, I was, I was looking hard for one because I, I do need to work on my motor skills. I do need to see an OT. That's why I do need occupational therapy so I can work on certain hand movement. I'm not the perfect tool in the shed, but this is what I have to go through. Let's see, if I decide to go out of pocket, all of this would just cost a shitload of money. Sorry for my language. For God's sake, sorry for my language. But yeah, and how about education? For students with disabilities, education is a vital asset. It's vital, because with that, we can live longer, we can live independently, we can go on and do better things with our life. Education provides us that ability. Now some of us, we live in moderate to low income families, which is hard to do. Like, in reality, it's just difficult to live in, in the type of families that we have. Um, so yeah. And let's talk about medical equipment. Some of us, like for me, because my my disabilities, I do have a wheelchair and I do have crutches. I do walk on crutches. I do use a wheelchair. You know how much it costs to maintain these equipment? For my crutches alone, they're, they're bloody dirt cheap. That's why I don't have any expensive ones because I always put them through the ringer. Now, in reality, in reality, all this medical equipment can really add up to maintain it. Like for, and for someone with autism, the cost of equipment that can help manage autism I cannot even start with that. I can only point out to you what we need. So, hold on. Fidgets for autism. Alright, we're going to go to a website that I go to for fidgets. Um, alright, National Autism Resource Store. Well, may, to some people it may look like a bunch of toys, but in reality, it's not. It's actually ways to manage autism in an effective manner. So, products. Chewies, for me, one of my stems is orally. So I do use an oral 
fidget, I do use chewables I, to help alleviate my attention. Alright, um, most most of them are dirt cheap, but when you think about it, we have to pay, we have to, we end up paying a lot of money for these tools to manage autism. For classrooms, for, like, calming products, oh my god. Yeah, it can cost a lot of money, a weighted blanket. Now, for someone with autism... That weighted blanket can actually help tone down their disabilities. That can actually help tone down their disability. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, fiber. And earplugs that vibrate. $23. Noise reduction headphones. Well, in the terms of those, you can get them from 10 to all the way up to $400. <laughs> Just because a lot of things do get, a lot of stuff for us do get us off guard. I'm looking at a weighted blanket right now, and, and the cost for it range from 135 all the way up to to $295. Let's see. More fidgets. They, they, they range. They moderately do range. Um, let's see. Sensory rooms, most which most schools are switching to, are going to for sensory relief. The equipment that goes into those will cost you upwards from a thousand all the way up to twenty eight thousand dollars. If you want to build a sensory room for your child that or adult, that would really be the case. Noise reduction headphones, like I said, they they are expensive. They do cost a lot. So in reality in reality, it's hard. Anxiety management? Well, that's... Most te most teachers go for those books on it. Uh, let's see. Pressure vest? Weight it? Um, they can really cost from... Their cost can range from 20 all the way up to 60 or upwards to... Around six hundred dollars, so from twenty all the way up to six hundred dollars. If you want one that really does it, that is how much it would cost to get yourself a decent weighted, a decent pressure vest, something that takes that attention down. Now, in reality, public schools can cover this with no problem, and I'm not saying that all public schools will pay for it. But they will pay, like, they will cover it. They will cover it for school usage. And that, like, those types of stuff really do help. 
Like, essentially, they, those types of stuff work well on managing autism. And that's what we really do need to focus in on is what benefits the student or what benefits the child. Like, all this stuff would cost a lot of money. And just to manage a simple condition, well, some people will say that autism is not simple. Some people will say that they're sim it's simple, but in reality, it's the, it's the most diagnosed developmental disorder in the world. It's the most diagnosed, but still, there's still parts of it that is unknown. I still don't know parts of of my condition. I don't know how, I still don't know how autism affects me. I'm still learning that. And I was diagnosed when I was three years old with autism. And still today, I still am struggling to figure that, that part out. Let's see. Now, medical equipment. Point out that my wheelchair is $25,000. I got it donated. I'm lucky that I got it donated. This wheelchair alone does cost a fortune. So, in reality, for and for a lot of medical equipment for physical disabilities, they can cost from a hundred all the way up to fifty thousand dollars now I'm not saying that schools will cover this but they can help identify those types of needs and they can actually help identify ways of getting them at no cost in some cases in some cases they can help do that and that's what's another part about schools now let's go on to more, more crucial figures. Hold on. Transitioning. Public schools, a lot of students with disabilities are entitled to a transition coordinator, someone who can help make the transition on into the outside world. And that's pretty useful. But the reality is, with this, with school being, with school being let out for the rest of the year, students with disabilities are not going to be able to access them, not going to be able to see them, and now, if they're graduating, they're pretty much screwed. They're screwed in the pooch. Sorry for my language, but they're screwed. It's basic factor. At least in Virginia, that's the case. I believe sometime next week, D.C. should be allowing their students to go back to school. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but still. We still have a lot to cover. 
like public, like transition coordinators help with a lot of things. They help get the student on the path that they need to be on. So when they do leave public school, they can be able to navigate the outside world with ease. A lot of students are not able to see their transition coordinators, for God's sakes. And now, they're left wondering what they're going to do. Go to college? That's hard, to, that's hard to do with a disability. I'm, like, I'm that afraid. But still... We should not be having to go through this. Like, we have to in order to survive. We have to hunger down for survival. I get it. But the least we can do is give, give students with disabilities another shot, another year. Give students who are in that age range the opportunity to go back to school next year and have the opportunity to go through with school again and really effectively figure out what they're going to do. It's a basic concept. We have to do this for our future. So I'm asking you, please reach out to your senators and representatives about bumping that age range, and even if you're in a state where it's not gonna, where they're not gonna let out school for the rest of the year, th think about this. Think about this. If you get that age range bumped up, if you really get it bumped up, then the benefit is the student. The students are going to be able to continue getting better at living independently. They're going to continue working on valuable skills. Skills that can be useful. So please, contact your representative, your senator, whoever is in charge of your state, and request, ask, has to change the rules because and because we can do this we can make that rule happen we can make sure that students with disabilities are given the opportunity to really become independent and develop valuable skills with having a few more years in public schools they can actually have that a capability under their, under their feet. They can actually be able to reach up and do something. You have to give us that opportunity. So yeah, continue reaching out to your state rep, your representative, and your state, or your senator and your governor if you want to, and request for change, because this is how we're going to do change. If we stick together and make the change happen immediately. Thank you, and hopefully by the end of the day, we should have another episode out. I've 
would like to thank the people who are who are requesting this. I would like to thank those people who are requesting the change. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.